0: i Spaces welcome to the ether today's wednesday march 22nd 2023 today on the ether say network eclipse pad and cosmos haas let's
1: take a listen gm slash gn what's up let's uh yeah let's do it
2: Oh man, it's that kind of space, huh? It's that kind of space.
3: I was just testing out to see if it worked, that's all. <laughs> What's going on?
2: Yeah, all good. All good on this end, sir. Um Main net main net conversations. But we'll get to those another time.
3: Yeah, it's exciting. Do you just let me know like when you want to get it going? I don't know if you want more people to come in or give a couple more minutes or just let me know.
2: Sweet. Um, who have we got hosting with uh, say, today? Is that Joe? Was that Brian? Yo, it's Joe. Joe.
4: Nice to be here with you guys. I snuck in. Uh, you know, yeah, Cosmos host was here, Eclipse was here. I, I had to be a part of the action. So
3: I like it. Anytime, you know what I mean? I'm always. I'm my, my like you youngins like to say the uh, the too long did not read on me is that I'm just a Cosmos soldier. So. I just, I love I love Cosmos. I love crypto. And most importantly, I love talking about crypto. And um, yeah, so that's what I like to do. And it's exciting because sadly, uh, I, my background, I'm in taxes. So I've been at the office because it's tax season. And it's just like, yeah, it's not a good time. <laughs> so this is way more fun and way, it's just a better experience talking about crypto. So I'm looking forward to today.
1: Is Austin on the cards this year?
3: What was that? Is uh, Austin on the cards this year? I was hoping. I don't know because I'm going to Florida. And I was going to hop over from Florida, but I don't know. <laughs> I I want to. It would actually kind of work out pretty well. I'm going to Florida for a week. Great. Right? And I'm, I'm wrapping that up as soon as uh, consensus starts. But there's a couple events in in Austin this year. I know that that's the first one, and there's another one in June, I, th- I believe. But uh, maybe. I'm not sure yet. Are you going again? I'm considering it. It's a bit of a hike, though.
5: <laughs> it's something like 40 hours from this side of the world. So, yeah, I'm just hoping it's good. There's, there's a lot of events around this year, and they're, they're definitely good, uh good place to go. So, yeah
3: absolutely and then it'll be better this year because it's not in the freaking dead heat of summer and not 110 degrees every day where you want to just like I, know, I love eat. it i love it i love I got so wrecked though so i don't know you know what i mean it was like i'd probably rather it be only you know hot but not like that that was just intense i wasn't i wasn't ready for it i'm not gonna lie but yeah i guess we can get get it rolling um hi everyone today's call um, Space is going to be between Say and Eclipse. I know both teams. I haven't spoke to either team in quite a while, so selfishly I'm looking forward to just kind of reminiscing here, but uh, we'll just go do a little intros. As I said earlier, my name is Cosmos Haas. I've been in Cosmos. I've been in crypto really for a couple of years now. And um, I just really love Cosmos. It's growing and developing so fast. I I remember when there was really, really, for for the most part, nothing to even do in Cosmos. And that seems like years ago in this space, you know, time flies. It's like dog years in this space. But uh, I'm excited for Say. I've been on a call. I did an AMA with Say quite a while ago. And I'm excited to, to see the growth and development of what has transpired in that time frame. And that's kind of my little intro. I'll pass the buck over to Grover. You want to go first? Yes, sir.
2: Uh, um no good good to meet. Um so yeah, I go by Grover uh, around these parts. I got into crypto uh 2017. Um I was just a humble DJ until uh 2020 uh 2020 slash twenty twenty-one. Um where I started working full time actually working on a project in on Terra. Um, and so that was my introduction to cosmos was actually, uh, via Terra. Um, so that was, uh, that was a pretty, um, the the peaks were very high and then the lows are very low. Uh, so then it started expanding, looking out into cosmos. Um, I already knew the, the, the founders, Jeff, um, from, um, um, a connection, uh, when I was working on the, on the uh, terror project. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, just came across and, and now I'm looking after ecosystem as part of the say team, uh, thinking about who's launching when and, and how, um, and just kind of how the ecosystem is looking from a bird's eye view. So yeah, really exciting times. And, uh, my telegram has exploded hundred, hundred X, um, since I joined. So, um, that's, I think that's, that's pretty bullish. Um, so yeah, um, eclipse pad, um, who we you got piloting your account, uh, this, this evening.
5: Well, to be to be fair, Grover, probably ninety percent of your
2: Telegram messages are from
5: me, uh, <laughs> which which is not not wrong. Um, we have we have some good we have some good uh, good back and forth. Um, it's Simon here. I'm I'm a piloting Eclipse Pad, uh, and I have a similar story to Grover around building on Terra, um, which was you know it was a very high high and very low lows. Um, I've been in crypto think, since uh, 2016 as well. Uh, where I did go full-time as well around 2020, 2021. uh, I was building on Terra as well. Um, Actually, uh, built a lot of education in the Terra ecosystem. So, you know, TFL funded uh, a pretty big initiative to build out, um, you know, videos for the uh, Terra ecosystem, not just – it was was kind of building a a big learn-to-earn program and uh, and building out – Uh, yeah videos for for the entire ecosystem and and that's actually where i came across cosmos too um i looked past terra i saw that you know terra was quite gated at the time and i actually kind of led some of the initiative of trying to to bridge that gap between terra and cosmos and that's how i met hoss and and uh and a lot of uh, cool people in cosmos and uh that's where it started we started doing you know a lot of spaces and and doing a lot of stuff and i got to meet a lot of these gents in uh austin last year at consensus and osmocon and um yeah, that's that's a, that's the a crypto journey.
3: Nice. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's always nice to see people kind of pivot from, you know, obviously pretty much the whole entire community, whether you're a developer, a team or just an investor kind of, you know, obviously felt the the after effects of Terra, but what's really awesome about Cosmos is that we truly are all connected. So, you know, it's not that difficult to relocate so to speak. I always like to use the metaphor of it's like we're all in this galaxy, the solar system, and all the, all the, you know, they're all different planets, but we're all connected. You can trans, you can, uh, you know, take a space shuttle, if you will, from one planet to another. Everyone speaks the same language, maybe a little bit of different laws and roles or whatnot, but it's really easy to kind of navigate around. Even as a community member, you're like a citizen of all these different uh, planets or whatever you want to call it. And uh, it's nice to see, it's sad to see whatever teams were 100% solely on Terra. Uh, and especially if they didn't time it right, you know, if you just got in right before and, and you just started to get going. It's like you got wham. But it's nice to see the the openness of Cosmos. And one of the many reasons I really love Cosmos when, I've, when I found it for the first time, I kind of fell for it was just like the communitarian efforts for, for that. I do wish there were things that were better. But when it's that decentralized, you're always going to have a little bit of like give and go, so to speak. But, like the education side of it really always resonates with me, because that's what I got into this to do. you know, I like, my background, I'm a tax accountant, and i I always looked at blockchain technology symbolically because really all it is is just a decentralized accounting ledger that you can like build cool things on top of it, and there's accountability, and we all need that, obviously, you see what's going on in the world, but um and then like to actually educate people because it's such a complex um you know, this is all complex data in in technology, and it's super early. So if you don't have anyone at the forefront, kind of just like with their pitchforks, teaching people like how this even works, especially in Cosmos, it's really tech intensive. I have nothing but utmost uh, respect for for Cosmos. I I wish they actually, in fact, did a better job of of it. And what I mean by that is like having programs like what you're doing and, and you know, you kind of have to pay a little bit to have quality content. It's not free and cheap, you know, everything costs, but that's kind of my rant about it. I'm excited to see what you guys have going on. And then, uh, so we'll just kind of go around in order here. I always like to know uh, like the team. So at Eclipse, like how many people are technically on your team now?
5: Yeah. So we had a, uh, so we had about ten plus a peak, um, but we did cut back a little bit over kind of November and December, trim down a little bit. We had to, um, but we have some. Uh, we have a, a fairly decent advisory backing as well, which has been really helpful as well. So, um, yeah, a good mixture of uh, kind of business development um, and uh, you know really really quality developers. Um, and then, uh, yeah, our advisory team is, is actually incredible, which has uh, been really helpful to bringing in uh, a lot of contacts and Web 2 and Web 3, um, as well as just really helping to steer the ship, um, especially as you get through the bear market and figuring out kind of where to focus and do stuff. Um, you know, a lot of our advisory also ha- has backing in, um, like Ethereum blue chips, for example. So, you know, we have a core team from a very well-known ETH protocols and stuff, which really help to kind of bring a different aspect which we'll touch on a little bit later to uh, launching as opposed to just uh your regular
3: kind of launch pad so yeah nice and then grover uh i don't even know did you you may have said this already. excuse my ignorance i just got off of work and it's been a long day but what's your position there at, uh,
2: yeah <laughs> i'm uh, I'm meeting up ahead of ecosystem at the moment um so i guess as part of the growth team. So, so right now there's, there's 19 of us overall, uh, nine engineers, um, and those engineers are primarily sort of data bricks, Robin hood sort of Silicon Valley backgrounds. So, uh, know how to ship software, uh, on time, um, pretty, pretty quick. Uh, and then on the growth side of things uh, and the growth team is really everything apart from engineering. So there's 10 of us, um, we've got, I guess, guys like myself who are sort of in the weeds, um been building around crypto, sort of understand these protocols pretty well. There's some 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 reasonable connections. Uh, and then we got sort of like um more on the tradfi side, guys like Jeff, X Goldman, Couture, you know, so um a good mix of people, uh all from different different walks and uh, somewhat lean. I mean 19 is is a it's a decent team size for, for a layer one um and the kind of traction we're getting uh it's a pretty lean team
3: right now. So um
2: yeah really uh <laughs> full speed ahead you know.
3: And I like that because I think a lot of times, because one of the things I've done since I've been in Cosmos is I've helped numerous teams kind of get off the ground, and you know, there it's it's always best to have a wide, diverse like set of humans, so to speak. Everyone has different ideas and and, uh, and backgrounds, and it's always nice to have that. You know, like I give perspectives because, in you know, before I got into crypto, I've been in business and I have pretty, you know, I, I would like to say at this point in time in my life, I feel like an old man in this space. But I feel like I have a lot of um, good to give, so to speak, when it comes to how, how to run an actual business. And sometimes I think teams don't use a little bit of the traditional, you don't have to go 100 tr- percent like Web2 traditional finance, but you need a little bit of a good balance, I think, to to make it work and i like that you have a wide diverse group there and it's good to see so i guess technically like i know you're in testnet, but like what are you guys currently working on right now
1: oh
2: all kinds so i guess um the the current focus uh is atlantic 2 so atlantic 2 is our, our latest and final version of the test net which is bringing all these sort of innovations um optimistic block processing all, all these these various changes to Tend them in, uh, to the overall stack that you're going to see at mainnet so that's that's the key focus right now um so we're running a few different missions a few different campaigns on top of atlantic 2 uh and then mainnet is is coming up pretty soon uh, i can't say exactly when right now but uh you know um pretty pr- pretty soon uh that's that's what i can say for now but yeah so like ahead of that just a ton of planning and a ton of uh, like closing things up um, you know, just understanding who's going to be deploying and, uh, you know, kind of, kind of getting that, that bird's eye view and, um, uh, what those first couple of weeks look like on mainnet.
3: So the, your you say address that's on Atlantic too. Is that going to be your actual address when it's mainnet as well?
2: Uh, yes. So if you, um, okay. yeah, I mean, like we, we could get into the nuts and bolts, but yeah, that that's,
3: uh, should be the same address okay because i think there's been teams that have like the testnet, and then it'll be a different address when they go live i just wanted to know make sure i was i think someone asked me that and i did say that i was like i'm per- i'm fairly certain that yeah. it's going to be the same address it's but um I just it would depend it.
2: we've got a few different wallets right now so uh you know like kepler and leap and this there's is a, there's a team fin which is uh it's from coin 98 um sort of vietnamese uh, outfit and there'll be some more um there'll be some more uh wallets as well dropping on say so there'll be a wide and diverse uh variety of wallets you can connect and so uh you may you may end up having more than one say address uh, when it comes to it
3: nice i'm excited because i've you know i've talked to um i guess i should ask but De- deedle quite a, quite often when you guys got going and it and seemed like there's a lot of teams and a lot of cohesion. I actually, I can't remember the guy's name I met, but I met someone that's building. Like, I can't remember what kind of protocol it was, but he's building on say, I met him out in Denver met so many people out there but yeah it's just nice you guys you guys have like full steam ahead i I like that approach you know just just get it going (laughs) that's what i'm here for getting it going you know i think uh, i have patience a lot of people don't in this space but it's nice whenever you have like a a solid foundation and then you have people deploying and building things uh, you know get just basically going from start to finish and you're ready is uh i know this this space is it's never a good question to ask like hey when's mainnet or when's this going to happen because we all know this is all basically experimental technology and stuff happens, so I, I, I won't even ask that question. But I like the approach that you guys are, you you have people ready to go and deploy and they have all these different applications built on it. And that's what's cool about with, like, with Eclipse. So how did that all take place?
5: Yeah, I want to say first, like, it's fun to chat to a lot of projects on Say, because we're kind of getting this these uh like def DeFi Lego blocks scene to, to form. It's still kind of early stages, but it's kind of uh, a little bit reminiscent of of some of, of Terra. Um and, and obviously it's gonna take a bit of time, but I'm sure Grover can speak more on this. But uh, yeah, it's fun to see some really good teams uh from you know across the space building on say, which uh, I think is is awesome.
3: Yeah, for sure. Did what how did are you so what did you guys you're 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 building? your application, it's going to be on say, is that what you guys are doing? So we're going to be cross Cosmos, uh, not just on say, but, uh, you
5: know, a lot of focus is going to go on say, uh, especially with the influx of teams and quality projects coming through um, for us. That's, uh, you know, qu- quite important and, and fairly important to be um, in places that have uh, solid, you know, solid deal flow. And we obviously will be focused on launching Cosmos chains as well. And there's some cool uh, like conversations happening behind the scenes, but there's also a lot of uh, really high quality say projects um, coming to say, and so that's really exciting for us to be uh, you know doing launches. Um, and actually, you know, chats with the say teams uh, has been really really beneficial towards um, just exploring more of of uh, what EclipsePad is doing and our model and how we can really bring more value to teams and. Um, improve kind of the launch experience, if you like, and, and not just be uh, a regular launch pad, but, uh, you know, add, add modules and bring modules like lock drops and, and auctions and, uh, and, and locking liquidity um, for projects, uh, especially, you know, I know Grove and I have had this chat a lot around, um, you know, the regulatory landscape of launches and, and a lot of teams, especially in the last couple of months or, or the, you know, since, since the market's been down have been a lot more focused on the regulation side and, and staying away more from you know token sales and even things like lbps can potentially cause issues and i've talked to a few chains that are a little bit more concerned about uh you know uh, doing token sales and so we've really kind of gone down the route of, of uh, offering more options and modularity to be able to you know offer projects the ability to uh, launch in different ways um, we've been chatting to specific parties behind the scenes, and and we've also been, uh, you know, bringing in uh, some of the the toolboxes from Terra, like the lock drops and and the LBAs, which are uh, under under development, and and working on how to improve some of those specific models, um, which is really cool because you know we didn't really get to. It was really cool at the the you know the peak of Terra where we we got to see like a lot of really cool launch mechanisms. Uh, get innovative upon and, and, and come out. Every team had the different variety of the lock drop and we saw Prism Forge and, and there was some cool stuff come out. But since then, um, you know, we went into a bear, so launch pads and launching wasn't as, as prevalent. And then no one's really um, innovated much since then on top of launches. So we really want to bring that back and, and build a protocol focused on, um, you know, really bringing those tools, adjusting those tools, um, figuring out what, what what works and what doesn't and, and improving specific things. So, yeah, that's exciting. We're really excited for Say, love the Say team, very close to them and, and we're excited to, see, to, to be doing launches on top of Say as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and I think yeah, maybe just to add there as well, like um, in, in sort of the scope of, of things that a project does, like the launch is probably one of the most important things that, that if you're launching a token, thinking about who you want to, you know, who you want to get your token in the hands of, how you want to do that, over what time period? Um, how do you want to align incentives with those users? Um, and what's what are the best spends, frankly, for, for the token that you're sort of distributing out there. So, you know, um, to have um guys who are thinking about this and and really taking a lot of the lessons from Terra. Um one of one of the things that I think um should be recycled from the Terra project is this, like exactly what Simon was saying, the innovation and launches. So at the very start um you saw things which were just really really dumb to be honest which was like the anchor protocol launch um sorry Doe, if you ever listen to this um but like just chucking it in there and amm like have fun you know that's that's not a good way to launch a project um that's a very good way to get a lot of people wrecked so like you saw a lot of innovation from that point all the way through you know we're familiar with like uh, the astroport sort of uh, launch mechanisms and like uh lbas and you know taking all those lessons and those learnings and then saying okay well this um this is all really really useful stuff this is really useful thinking and and we should start from scratch we should start from that point uh in in our next e- ecosystem and uh, and that's how we should be thinking about launches from the start um and and also beyond that because we're going to have different types of launches here. It's not just confined to AMMs. You're going to have order books, um, and one of the biggest challenges that order book dexes faces uh, is is getting that cold start. Because it, on an AMM, anyone and their grandma can come and provide liquidity very easily. You just click a button um, on a typical order book. That means placing a bunch of limit orders, which people don't really want to do. So uh, you have to make that easy for them, and you also have to find that initial liquidity. Um, ideally without going out to a bunch of centralized market makers, right? Just kind of like, does that defeat the point a little bit of having a decentralized exchange, uh, maybe debatable, but if you can figure out a way as part of your launch to go and bootstrap that, um, that, that older book decks, then, uh, that's a win as well. So all, all new thinking as well is, is coming into this, not just recycling some of the, uh, the good stuff from, uh, from previous ecosystems.
5: And
3: then no, you gotta oh, go ahead.
5: Oh, so and then you gotta make sure the LPs on the on the order books don't get wrecked. So there's a lot of like brains and, and stuff going. And I know Grover and I have had like, you know, hundreds of hours of conversations on things and, and we've really broken down the LBA model and uh, and, and you know, a, a big focus is is uh, modularity, right? Like we say modularity and it's it's kind of like a buzzword because we talk about roll-ups and stuff. But for us it's like we wanna build more of a decentralized platform that can empower launchers. Uh, enable people to build different types of modules for launches and kind of give projects this option where they can choose their chain and decks where they want to launch from like partners um, because everyone's going to have different needs or potentially they're aligned with, uh, you know, decks. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give it too much effort, but decks A or decks B. Um, And then, you know, they can choose whether they want to – they can choose whether they want to do, you know, an airdrop, a lock drop, uh, an LBA or an airdrop, a, a fair auction, and then the lock LP lock drop to lock uh, LP, depending on their need, even potentially some do an IDO um, and giving those options. And then, you know, we obviously they have the NFT side as well, um, but we'll dig into that a little bit later. But yeah, it's being able to kind of offer that. And then, you know, a project may come along that wants to launch on an order book or or, um, or, or something and then is offering how can we, or, or ordering or, Launching an order book, right? How do we enable them to to build in a lock drop that's still fair to users where they don't get too wrecked um, and they can launch their token while adding value into the protocol? So yeah, a lot of stuff to think about, uh, digging into a lot of different parallels, but trying not to overwhelm either and try to tackle everything at once.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean... It, it... For anyone that had experience in Terra's ecosystem, you know, right even before the right before the crash, I mean, there was a lot going on, and it was like a DGen paradise, not only for the you know the community member, but for the teams. And and you know, I've spoken with so many different developers in Web three. In this space, and they have the utmost respect for you know d- devs on Terra, and it's it, why would you want to start from scratch? The ecosystem worked, you know, like the tech worked. It was just bad execution of the stablecoin, but that was just you know, like I said, everything's technically experimental. So you learn your lessons from it, you, and maybe you had a different vision, but then you see like what worked and what didn't work, and why not take the best of that? and then plug it in and then add to it and improve it and you know develop it and things like that and there's no reason not to. So, I, you know, I, I'm really excited for that standpoint. That's just good business anyhow. That's just good business acumen. And then also on top of that, face it, most smaller teams, they're, they're small. Maybe they have 10 Macs and they're all building things. They don't have time to be thinking of all these nuances of like token launches and tokenomics and best way of launching. Maybe they have an idea, but if, if it's someone that has, you know, that's kind of what they're specializing in it's it's definitely a useful uh, avenue for them so I, I like that as well when it comes to that part of it and then um i i, I what you were using the word modular what i really like about uh, cosmos tech technology is that it is modular so what i'm what i'm fascinated to see is like uh like say if you want to talk a little bit about like how you're altering you know the stack for what's going to suit your you know your chain like the The optimization of it, if you wanted to kind of like touch on it, yeah,
2: yeah, I guess. Um, so uh, maybe, maybe it's worth me starting from the from the st- from the top. So um, the the best place to start when it comes to say is we have this one core thesis, which is exchanges are uh, one of the central apps in crypto uh, on and off chain. So whether that's on Binance off chain or you're looking at centralized exchanges uh, or in Ethereum with Uniswap and OpenSea, um, all of the products tend to get built around that exchange. So uh, the question you would naturally ask is, how do you scale these to get bigger? Um, today, they're not really able to with existing layer one infrastructure. So say solves that dex scaling problem. And the way we do that is we build the best infrastructure for exchanges. And that looks like a sector specific layer one where we optimize every single element of the stack for that one key product. Um, so whether you run a DeFi dex, uh, an NFT dex, a gaming dex, it will have um, an advantage on say, um, so specifically the the changes that we make there to tender tend, tendermint are number one something we call twin turbo consensus, uh, which is a combination of two things: it's intelligent block propagation and optimistic block processing. Um, and I guess the Tldr on that is we change some of the logic around how blocks are propagated, um, and how blocks are processed to. In, increase the speed, basically, um, and, and throughput, um, and basically minimize the time for validators to reach consensus. And we can get into that in more detail if you'd like to. Um, the other thing we add is parallelization, uh, which is something like uh, Solana and Aptos also apply this, but we uh, will be the first Cosmos space chain to um, um, to bring that in as well um so overall what this means you know uh, we we're seeing these these uh, right now some pretty pretty unbelievable performance on uh, atlantic 2 um and uh you know something like 22k uh, transactions per second and a block time less than 300 milliseconds now so um really kind of uh, the, the the entire point here i guess is just to consider um ethl2s you know people often ask like why why didn't you build an ethl2 instead um, and there are some theoretical limits around ethel 2s which which mean that they're not the the optimal place and the most scalable place uh, to to build an exchange. Uh, in the end, we wanted to take a time-tested and sort of battle-tested tested stack, which is the Cosmos stack, um, Tendermint, Cosmos SDK, all pretty well um, tested through uh, through the whole Terra saga. Uh, up to this point, as well, like very few exploits have been found, and when they have been, they've been patched pretty quickly, especially with IBC. So taking that very well uh, understood tech stack and just making incremental improvements to it. So um, that's kind of where uh, Say, uh, Say stands
3: on that whole piece. So for me being like a tech nerd, like everything there just makes me happy. I mean, that's that's why when I found Cosmos for the first time, I just love the fact that it's not like, it, yeah, they give you this blueprint, so to speak, for, for, for those listening, but it's not like you, you're you stuck with it. Like you, you have to do exactly every single thing that they, they they tell you to do. You can change it. It's like having a car. Maybe it comes with stock parts, but you can like put a better part in it so your car runs better or more efficient or faster. And then if one of those parts stops working, you can just switch it out and and you know by upgrading the code if you want if you will. But uh yeah, it's exciting. I guess like the last like tech question I'll just ask right now. It's not really a tech question, but what's your what's the goal for like active validator set? Do you have a certain threshold number in mind?
2: uh yeah we're still we're still kind of um looking to see what makes the most sense there um the set we're thinking is is going to be less than 50 at this point um and that's a conscious decision sort of um when we're looking to optimize for throughput for being the best place to build exchanges that's just uh you know the 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 kind of trade-off here especially when you add parallelization The actual hardware requirements go up a little bit here as well. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's the kind of set size we're looking at, and obviously that will grow over time. But
3: uh, yeah, you have to begin somewhere. Nice. And then um, I I guess I want to go back over to Eclipse. Like for you guys, I I know what you what you're offering, but like, what do you guys determine is going to be like a successful project, and and why say for that?
5: Yeah, so there's a there's a variety of uh, of cool projects launching, and we know that even though that say is optimized for Dex and order books, there's a lot of other DeFi primitives building, um, especially as uh, you know a platform that that uh, is able to attract uh, potentially a, a decent amount of, of users and liquidity. Um, it, it's definitely a good place to start doing launches uh, for sure. Um, so you know, good uh, good projects uh, to launch uh, in general for us. We we know that at the start, in terms of projects, as will be focused on uh, DeFi a little more. You see uh, launchpads in in many ecosystems be focused on you know GameFi or or um, re- really kind of uh, NFT stuff or SocialFi, which is kind of makes sense for them because that's where they kind of get the retail users. Um, uh, from our perspective, we see the need to be more um, more focused on on DeFi at least to start. We think there's a lot of opportunity to slot into uh, do launches in in a, in a kind of a different place to your to a regular IDO launch pads. So, uh, you know, typically in the space you get uh, you get launch pads, and then um, you know, and, and the major DeFi protocols or chains typically don't launch on them. You know, some of them launch on CoinLess. Many of them do, you know, LBPs, some of them do auctions, but they often miss out on some of those. And, um, you know, we see the need to do these launches since there's a lot of these, uh, you know, projects coming through, a lot of these projects coming to say. So we'll be focused on that. And, um, you know, chatting to a fair few teams behind, uh, behind the scenes that have a you know, decent pedigree already, like they've, uh, either they've built, you know, successful DeFi protocols, that's always a, a good uh, kind of sign if they've done it before um and you know you, having good backers so having good you know uh, good advisors VC backers is always a good sign um we really dig into uh, the tokenomics and um we really want to be seeing moving into the future a lot more um you know kind of value capture from these teams um I don't think that you know uh, you know obviously we've been through this last crazy cycle um I think you know we kind of putting a lot more emphasis on, on, I mean, I guess this real yield ch- trend, right? Um, putting a lot more emphasis on, on, on sound tokenomics, uh, making sure that, you know, that's all been thought through. Um, a big thing that we want to do uh, at Eclipse, which is huge for us, is, is being really conscious of the launch uh, tokenomics and, and, um, and, and things. You know, a lot, of, uh, a lot of launches in some of the other spaces uh, have had, like what we call low float launches. And this has kind of happened in Cosmos, and people aren't super aware of it as well with how this kind of operates in the real world. Um, but it's basically where a team launches with a very low amount of supply on the market at launch. People pile in. Um, there's a lot, maybe low liquidity as well, mixed with like low float. People pile in. The price of the uh, the price of the asset does this 10x or 100x. Everybody gets really excited, which you know it does have its advantages because it does bring people in it brings hype but then you know as this unlocks and as the emissions start to kick in um, you know they can't defend the price if it's gone 10x 100x it's too high valuation as soon as it starts unlocking pretty heavily you're going to get this slow bleed out um and we've seen this happen a lot and a lot of you know a lot of launch pads focus on this and they, and this is kind of what we want to shift up a lot and we do understand that launches bring hype and and uh, and stuff but we don't want to be you know the, the the launchpad that just promotes hundred X's and, and focuses on that side, but we want to bring in, um, you know, how do we launch a token, um, you know, sustainably? How do we, uh, you know, make sure that the token the the launch tokenomics are right? How do we launch really quality projects, etc. I'm not sure if I answered the question, but uh, yeah, we, we want to really make sure that we're bringing good teams on and, and launching those those projects on, on top of so
3: that's yeah i like i like the approach i mean you can't it, nothing's ever going to be foolproof but i i do agree with uh if you have tokens and sadly a lot of retail you know they wait till it gets you know things pump up real high and then they get in there and then they get wrecked and then they're sad and then they're you know and it's just not good you know <laughs> so like it, i i do agree i think a lot of the different tokenomic structures in crypto need to change and you know especially as things you know are so inflated in life i, I do technically prefer a little bit of a tighter tokenomic structure but that's kind of just made. Uh, yeah i mean I, I like the approach and then like i guess i didn't ask you grover but for for the teams that are building on on your um you know on say right now what's your approach for that is it just straight like old school bd like business development or do you guys you know they have to apply for a grant like how does that work
2: uh yeah i mean so i guess um I, i'd start by saying like so say is fully open source fully permissionless um so yeah a- anyone can come and deploy uh um, applications on say if they'd like to uh having said that you know uh, obviously we do have um uh, a pretty strong bd team here sort of behind the scenes working away making connections uh all the time um, and I mean, you see the fruits of that sort of turning up on the say page, you know, the number of announcements that, that we sort of uh, get through here and the different teams coming to build, um, the, the thing I'd say here is we don't hand out any uh, grants. We're not in a position position to hand out grants, um, I, either way, but we, we, we found that that has actually led to like the teams that have committed to come and build and say they're doing it because they like the design space. It's not because they've been handed, you know, some, some kind of like uh, grant or allocation or some, some, something like that. Um, and, and because of that, yeah, we think that's, that's, um, gonna, gonna result in a stronger ecosystem from the start. Um, and something that we've kind of realized that looking back at a lot of other layer ones, you know, the different strategies that were implemented, you know, these guys, if they were promising future tokens to, to teams, it was purely, you know, well, you're gonna attract a certain kind of team, a certain kind of mercenary, um, uh, kind of outfit that's going to come in. And is there any guarantee they're actually gonna, you know, stick around, like what are their KPIs? What are they actually gonna deliver? Uh, it doesn't make sense for, for, um, I mean, certainly for say labs to be doing that at all. So, um, you know, in future, there will be, uh, via the say foundation, a grants program with RFPs, you know, so there'll be ideas that we think are quite interesting that people can apply to, uh, to, uh, to take on, but then equally, you know, if you have your own kind of public goods, um your own uh you know you can apply to, to uh, the say foundation uh grants program to um um to try and uh see if you can get funded via uh via those means so yeah there's going to be options for teams there there's also a say um ecosystem fund which is primarily sort of uh liquidity and, and seeds seed investments in new projects that are launching on say um, so yeah, if, uh, if any teams are listening who are thinking about raising then, then for sure, you know, uh, you can, you can apply to the ecosystem fund, um, and, uh, and go that via that route as well.
3: So if you had to keep, keep it short, what would you think like the actual vision of say is with like different dApps and like, what do you, what do you think that's going to make it successful?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. So, um, obviously we have you know everybody kind of understands that the core primitive apps you know you just have you, <laughs> like if you if you break down a lot of the core sort of defi apps you've got uh, essentially uniswap you've got aave you know you've got like like lending and, and you've got uh, maybe maybe perps and and these are all kind of well understood apps and the, and and for sure of course we're going to have all of these essentials on say um but then what is interesting and and what you see across most layer 1s is they have perhaps one or two killer apps, right? And they've got these apps that are genuinely interesting and they attract a ton of attention. They bring in a ton of users because they're novel and they haven't been done before. Um, so maybe one example, which springs to mind, which might be a controversial one actually is uh, mirror <laughs> mirror on terror. Um, that was a very interesting app, um, for a couple of reasons. Uh, <laughs> one, uh, one because of, uh, uh, Gary Gensler and the second, because, uh, it allowed people to come and do something they couldn't do before, which is to just trade equities on chain. Uh, I'm not suggesting we're going to be doing that by the way, for the record. However, it is a very interesting app and it brought in a ton of users from a ton of places. So, you know, guys down in Thailand, I I recall, you know, that it was one of the most popular things they were doing down there. Um to the point where they wanted to get some kind of Thai Thai baht um stablecoin and uh, and the Thai government had to make an announcement. Like that that is that is incredibly interesting and it shows sort of um you know, you give you give access to people all around the world to these uh, these kinds of these tools. Um and I remember, you know, looking at South America, looking at places where you know, access to the dollar is very, very interesting for people because you just have, um, you just retain this this, this uh, spending power uh, far better than if you, you know, if if you have access to the dollar than if you were holding your local currency. And then if you earn some kind of yield on that, then, you know, phew, you know, you're laughing. So like the, these are the interesting kind of apps um, that we're looking to foster and and sort of creating that that design space and that kind of uh, DeFi Legos, as Simon was saying earlier, um, for these things to sort of like materialize. But of course, you know, one step at a time. <laughs> one step at a time. You, you'll, be able to trade, you'll be able to trade senators on, say.
5: <laughs> that's going to be interesting. Imagine if this DeFi ecosystem got built on top of Senate,
2: Senate Dow, or this is a trading economy of senators. <laughs> Maybe add some context Oh Well, I mean, yes, yeah, Senate, Senate Dow is a very interesting idea. Um, so that's, that's a team... Um, Maybe, maybe I'll get into it, I I guess, but it's TLDR. It's uh, the idea uh, is Chili's except instead of, you know, sports teams, it's, uh, it's senators instead. And that, that is, um, that's a really fun idea. Um, The, the guy he's, he's, uh, he's just finishing out his Y Combinator uh, at the moment and uh, he'll be, he'll be onto the, onto the say, uh, say project next, I think.
3: That's why I love crypto. Like the, the possibilities are so endless. And at the end of the day, I think most of us are just degenerates. <laughs> and it's like it, we work so hard in life. It's, you know, and uh, my whole thing is I just want to do what I want to do with my money. You know, don't tell me oh, you can't do this. Why? Why can't I do that? Like, let me just have some fun. You know, I take responsibility. I was convinced Luna was going to a thousand. So, you t- you know, I, I I think a lot of people were. And um, I don't, I don't want no refund. I, I I know the rules of engagement. I'm in here and um, it's, you know, it's, it's just fun to do stuff like that. And um, yeah, and like you brought up a good point. A, a lot of people, you know, especially in like America, they don't understand that people's currencies are just not good. They can't, it's, you lose money by the second and there's nothing to do with it. So if crypto can a- offer opportunities for them to just, to maintain their wealth even if they don't don't make a bunch of money just so they know man I put all these hours in every day and I don't want to lose all of it and be able to keep it somewhere and, and I think that that's amazing and it has happened and I've, one of the things that keeps me going especially during the bear market is all the different people throughout the community that will reach out DM me ask questions and and share stories about how crypto has already like positively you know, changed their life for, for better and I think you know it's more than just technology and crypto in general is basically speed running like thousands of years of inequalities and trying to make it a more fair playing ground for everyone so to speak and it will be, will be perfect no but it's already done in such a short period of time you think about really when like ethereum will got go until now like that's not that long ago and it's already have it's already given so many people opportunities for for i guess you want to call it a quality or whatnot but it's just opportunity that they would never have before and never will unless crypto works so hopefully this you know crypto does it i i firmly believe it's here to stay um regardless of how many people try to put obstacles in the way so i'm i'm excited and i'm excited for say because really just in cosmos as a whole uh simon touched on it earlier really kind of has been like lackluster in the DeFi area arena since since the whole terra dilemma and um i'm just excited to to get it going man <laughs> i just want to get it going and um get more opportunities for teams and i think that the the um the energy will be so good that it's gonna bring in all kind of new people from outside of Cosmos. And I'm I'm a firm believer in the tech. I always have been. When I talk to random people that aren't in Cosmos, they ask me, like, hey, what do you suggest I use? I'm like, just use anything and tell me you didn't have a good I always call it customer experience. Like, tell me you didn't have a good customer experience. I mean, I was one of them. I remember when I used osmosis for the first time. I was like, wow, like, what have I been doing? You you spoke about Uniswap earlier. That's what I was using. I'm like, this is a million times better. So they're going to get that same vibe when they come over to say and see how smooth and fast it is. Even people in Solana, like, that's the, the attraction with Solana is like, hey, we're real fast. Well, we have this now. So we're real fast as well. So um probably even faster i don't know i don't, I don't know the block times but you, you probably would know right, probably on pace to even be just as fast if not faster so i'm excited for that so to kind of get, get go back into it like how, what's the, st- the status of uh the the test nut like do you have any sort of time parameter on like how long that's going to last for
2: Yeah. um, So, yeah, we're going to have this testnet running all the way up till mainnet. So I can't tell you how long it is, Um, but uh, we will have a series of interesting things to do on Atlantic 2. And uh, one of those things is I want to get um, some of these teams that will be here at mainnet sort of out in the open, uh, get people coming and trying out the UIs, you know, really, really getting into it and seeing there's a variety of interesting teams that are uh, launching things on testnet and uh one of those will be uh, i think simon unfair to uh to, to share this is uh, eclipse uh running some um some uh test project launches so people can get familiar with the ui and kind of like the mechanics and what might happen and uh you know just have a bit of fun really um so that's uh that's all coming up in the next few weeks is that going to be yeah. over
3: for, for anyone oh yes yeah anybody So uh, I could just go in and pretend I'm I'm a I'm a billionaire and I'm just trying to make money. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, <laughs> we uh when we were looking at Vortex, we um we set up a faucet with uh, some funny money, you know, so yeah, anybody can trade with size. Uh we we did call it UST2 uh, a little bit tongue in cheek, but um yeah, that's uh, you can come and and, and play with uh, with money uh, with size on testnet for sure. Nice. What were you about to say, Simon?
5: Yeah, we're about to, uh, I think we announced we're about to run some like, uh, some yeah, some game some games, if you like, on say where people can come and play with things in advance. Uh, it's going to be V1 functionality. We still have a lot of like pieces like, you know, the lock drops and auctions and stuff, you know, still take a bit of time. Um, and, you know, our, our uh, tradable NFT stuff is still a little while off, so that won't be on Testnet. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have some cool stuff. B- people will be able to play with how smooth the platform is and, Go from platform to platform. We've got some uh, some, fun, some fun launches coming, some, uh, some uh, testnet uh, launches coming. So we'll be uh, running that fairly soon. Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, um, so is that uh, Yeah, great. Okay. Sh- sure. Yeah. I-, I was going to say, I don't know, Simon, if you want to get
3: into the NFTs. I think that's a- it's a
2: really interesting idea.
3: You took my thunder. I was just about to ask that. I'm such an NFT degen. I was- that's literally what I was going to ask. So. Go ahead with the NFTs. I love NFTs. So go ahead.
5: So we've repurposed some of uh the NFT tech. so I would say that you know when we talk about NFTs we'd be less focused on uh like uh, NFTs in terms of like a collection um but this is like something that's really cool that's that's kind of accentuated a lot more from uh what we can do with um you know we, with the lock drops and and locked LP positions and and things which we we see as really really key is um, you know, we have this tech for uh, the trading of, uh, you know, locked LP positions and uh, vested positions. Um, and so, what the the concept of this is to create, if you like, like an options market for NFT uh, position trading. So, we'll be able to run like a launch, like take a, a classic AstroPort launch, airdrop into a lock drop into an LBA. Um, in the lock drop phase and the the liquidity bootstrapping auction phase, users can lock for a period of time, like up to 12 months, um, and they receive more rewards from the lock drop for locking for a longer period of time. Um, and so, you know, that's t- that's an illiquid place to be, right? A user locks LP for up to, you know, 12 months. If something comes up, they're less liquid. Um And so what we've actually kind of brought in is bringing the ability to turn those positions into tradable NFTs, um, you know, potentially partial positions into NFTs, um, which creates like a secondary market for, it's almost like, I don't want to send words I want to try to avoid saying in public, uh, thanks uh, thanks to, you know, Gary and co. uh, But almost like, I'll, I'll call it like liquid staking for your LP positions, if you like, but through NFTs. Um, which we see the potential for this to be massive because think about like uh, the the use cases of like a um, secondary market for locked LP. You locked LP on a chain or on a DEX, quite, uh, which can be really beneficial to chain DEX and the project. Then the users have some avenue for uh, liquidity on the secondary market, but then that can also potentially be used for uh, money markets. Imagine like using that as like collateral to borrow money from your uh, locked lock drop LP position. Um, so there's a lot of really cool stuff to come out of that. We could do that for vested positions as well. So your airdrop could be vested and tradable as an NFT. But I'm really excited about the LP and the lock drop pieces. I think that could be absolutely insane. So that tech's done. Um, mostly, this, we were upgrading those contracts to like interchain standard, um, which is, comes with a couple of issues because if we're doing cross Cosmos, like DeFi NFT positions and we get tokens from Osmosis, on say, they might cause some issues. So we're still digging through a few of those pieces, but it's going to be a really cool, um, fun, degen, DeFi, money Lego block built on top of launches. So we'll have launches, and then, you know, that trading. Yeah, let's get it going. Is there going to be any VPN restrictions? Yes. Um, We're still still in chats with that. We're still in chats with how we do that. And it may depend on the launches. Uh, It may depend on which launches we do but certain elements will have some, um, you know, there's certain, certain, let's say there's certain advisors or certain people I talk to that have uh, quite a lot of experience on this front. Um, And it's completely, it's absolutely a pain, right? But at least for a period of time um, right now, (laughs) the (laughs) specific jurisdictions are are very, very aggressive. And so we have to be really careful on that front. Um, And that may change in the future, but yeah,
3: we, we have to be careful the imaginary borders that i could find in is one of those uh, sad, but I, I totally understand. I mean, uh, you, you just have to try to appease everyone and hope that even that is, is worth it. But uh, yeah. So I, you know, this has been great conversation. Like the, And because I'm all about the community. So basically, like, how does the community get involved with, uh, we'll we'll start with Say, like, what's the best way of getting involved? Yeah,
2: so we have the ambassador program running right now. Um, So if you head over to the Say Discord, uh, there's a ton of people in there. I think there's there's some good instructions on how you can get involved. Uh, There's actually a brand new version of the ambassador program getting rolled out this week, Joe, if you're still here, Um, I think. And so there's going to be a whole new sort of... um, Um, set of incentives and and set of uh, uh, things you can do as part of that ambassador program and that will run you know for uh, for as long as say exists Um, so it's really really important and been one of the big really one of the big wins actually um, of um, of the last six months is getting such a strong community together um, and such a strong uh, group of ambassadors so really really proud of that um and the other way you can get involved is to come and uh yeah try out testnet we've still got a uh sunken treasure nft mint ongoing on atlantic 2 right now uh where you just have to do i think 25 transactions so whether you're just sending tokens to each other or you can go and trade on vortex Perps exchange uh you can um you can mint a sunken treasure nft um, and i think uh, those will be revealed or something will happen with them in a few days time um so uh yes that's that's also happening and um, and yeah just like stay stay tuned because we're really in crunch time uh it is it is oh layer one launch season i think that's fair to say
5: and what about you simon for eclipse and layer one launch season gets us very excited <laughs> for 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 us, uh, we actually we've built an ambassador program as well. Um, I know ambassador program sees it as well, but uh, now we've we've modeled some of the stuff uh, from various ambassador programs uh, that we're still bringing in, still tweaking, uh, still learning from, if you like, um, to building up kind of our early community um, of Eclipse. Definitely jump into the Discord and Telegram, follow on Twitter. Um, we you know we've just started basically building up our, like our community initiatives um, and our uh, yeah that kind of side of things. Um, and so that's really exciting. And as we come into launches, being part of like early community will be like awesome to tapping into some of these launches. Um, yeah, it, it also depends. So community members obviously get involved, uh, projects as well. We, we're kind of doing a lot of BD work, chatting to different projects, seeing where projects are at in terms of their uh, timeframes for launching. And then, you know, having those early conversations as well as teams that are very early. Like we we're talking to a lot of projects that are very early. Um, but we want to kind of support them through those uh, development phases. We've been building out a, um, I like to call it support pipeline. Um, we've brought in accelerators, market makers, VCs, um, you know, Calwells, uh, advisors, like a whole range of, of different support metrics that we can kind of help support projects with at those early stages or make introductions. Um, and same, likewise, if, if there's VCs or, advi- or advisors or people with uh, like KOLs and stuff, we are also uh, like basically plugging into that support pipeline so that we can help to support early devs or, or early projects that are looking for different support. Um, so yeah, there's a few ways that you can get involved. Um, just send us a DM on, 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 on Twitter or uh, reach out to one of the mods on, on Discord or Telegram and we'll, uh, we'll get back to you.
3: So do we have any time to open up the floor? If there's anyone out there who has any questions,
2: let's do it. If you if right. you're down, Grover, oh yes, sir, happy to uh, to uh, engage with our audience here tonight.
3: All right, because there's quite a few people here, so let's let's get them up here. Guys are spinning. Go ahead, Mohawk.
1: What's going on, guys? How much? So I listen to the pitch. It's very it's very enticing what you guys are doing. Sounds very community driven. Um, Love that. First off second, what uh, like maybe elaboration on the ambassador sign up a little bit like next steps. What, what could entice and and all that.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, On the say side, Uh Joe, are you still listening to the space? I'm not sure if he's still here.
3: All right. Um Hopefully we put him to sleep. (laughs) I I apologize if you hear this later. We put him to sleep. My bad. Yeah.
2: Uh well Joe, Joe is super close to this. Um I'm not as close, but I can tell you that the first step is join the Discord. Um and if you head in there, there should be some excellent guides set up on, on how to get involved. Um there's gonna be there's a pretty clear progression of like how you get uh Up the ranks and um they we they have regular so we're like um i i join these regular calls with the majors who are the current sort of like i guess the top top end of the ambassador program um and sort of get involved with those guys and uh and uh they they sort of i guess get the alpha first um so that's that's the very top end. And then this, there's a few different levels and a few different ways to sort of like progress through there, which uh, should all be set out um, pretty clearly. I'm sorry. That's a very vague answer, but
1: uh, I'm not so
2: close to the
1: actual mechanics right now. No, that, that's fine. It answered my question to, you know, the the answer that I was looking for, basically. Now, my question for you is, obviously, Rover, you're you're involved in you're within the realm of of understanding what are you most personally excited about with what's going on
2: yeah um so I, I think it's it's a really interesting one so because we're going to allow all these different types of applications to and really it's the ecosystem i'm most most interested and excited about um because you know you can build you can build a fast blockchain that's fine say will be open source anyone can fork say right you know so there's there's no real like you know it's good and it's certainly like a good uh product we've built out but you know someone can fork it what they can't fork is the ecosystem and the community and what i'm bullish on here is that ecosystem being built out um working together you know sort of building those those uh interoperable pieces in between them and and that that's what i'm most bullish on for sure um, um with say
1: there's i mean let's let's look at the last eighteen months in review, right It was Dow season, it was node season, and look at what projects forked and who are still around right Very few of those that tried to copy and paste a good idea and didn't necessarily make it better um i I think the the innovation dynamic is captivating right now with the community that we have still paying attention to things. So you guys have a pretty, pretty inspiring idea if I can be so bold. So I'm, I'm very looking forward to paying attention and seeing if there's any, you know, integration opportunities that, make sense like you know mutually beneficial and all that i think that'd be i think that'd be cool for sure
2: sir and and thanks thanks for the kind words and uh yeah if if you have if you have ideas for for a project or or an initiative you want to run then for sure drop me a dm and uh we can we can chat
1: there i'll tell you right now it's going to be an idea i don't know if it's a good idea but it's going to be an idea and you know we'll we'll chat about it and we can go from there Appreciate it, man.
3: Great stuff. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thanks for stopping by. But yeah, I mean, like when it comes to the community, uh, it's all about building that, obviously. But it's also about building a good experience. You know, like I think some teams in the space they they kind of like put that to the back burner. And you, like you said earlier, you can build like really cool tech, and it could be cool and all that. But people, if they don't know about it, or if they're not having a good time or a good experience. Are, you know, humans' attention spans, especially nowadays, it's very small. They're just going to get bored and go to the next. And if you have – I like having a – like you have an ambassador program. It has like different tiers. I mean, hell, why do we play video games half the time, right? It's because you can earn XP's. You can earn skins. You can earn new cosmetics. You can earn whatever. Like there's always some sort of like goal to go for. Like why not do that with engagement and community outreach and just – You know, just have fun. I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's all about having fun. So, if you can kind of put all those little pieces together and have something for the community, I'm all for it. I mean, I I think that's brilliant, to be honest with you. And then, yeah, I mean, people can't fork that, right? You can't fork and you can't fork uh, friendships and and fun and and just a good experience. Like that actually, you can't build tech for that. It's all about old school, just traditional. Having fun, really. I mean, that's at the end of the day. If you kind of want to sum that up, that's the sport that's about. So, I like that. But uh let's go to Nathan. I think it's Nathan. That's cut off. Can...
1: Is the mainnet really near?
2: Hello. I heard. Is the mainnet? Obviously, oh, it's really near. Yeah. oh uh, Yes. When mainnet? When mainnet is a good question. Um, it is. It is genuinely very near um but I, I can't say exactly when uh but yeah it's not far away now sir
3: thank you no you're welcome yeah that's the that's the question right in this space it's like always it's always best not to give an exact date <laughs> i think you're all you're setting yourself up for failure for like hey um april 7th we're, <laughs> we're launching I feel like there's zero percent chance of it launching on April seventh. Yeah, it's just my experience with technology. I'm getting old now. It's just like it's just how technology operates. But um yeah, that's it's exciting. I mean, uh I guess my question is what was the first day you guys started working on um like building it out, like building, say the very first, I guess, week or month or whatever you want to say.
2: Uh so yeah, that would have been, I mean, it's before, before I joined the team, which would have been, uh, 20, I want to say summer, uh, what, what year is it? 2023. So it's summer 2021. Um, I think it's as far back as then that, um, that Jay was working on this, uh, alongside Jeff and yeah, like a few, a few different iterations. I, I think, you know, if you listen to any of the the podcasts where Jay's sort of talking about his background, like Robin hood, um, sort of a strong dislike of like the, the the lack of transparency around like the whole gamestop saga and all of this and that sort of being like uh uh the seed you know um trying you know you want to have a transparent trading experience and you want to have um you know this, this is kind of what 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 crypto brings to the table so I, I think that's where the uh the origin of the of the of the chain lives but yeah um just uh since then it's uh a ton of different uh iterations and uh uh, this is where we are now. So, um, yeah, really, uh, really looking forward to uh, to finally hitting mainnet.
3: Do you happen to have, like, a general ballpark on how many different uh, teams are working on, say, right now? Yeah, so
2: I think uh, the ecosystem is getting pretty pretty crazy. I think we've had at least 70 announcements on Twitter, um, around 120, 130, like, verbal commitments. Um and, you know, a, a good chunk of those uh, turning up um, within a reasonable time period of mainnet, you know. So that's, um, that's kind of where we're looking at uh, in terms of ecosystem size. And uh, we'll, need, we'll need someone to help launch um, a bunch of tokens,
3: which is why we've got uh, Eclipse up here. And I'll get to you in a second. Erky, go ahead, Mohawk. Go ahead. It's not necessarily a,
1: like, standard question. But what was like, obviously, this has been around for a little bit, right? You guys have gone through the growing process. You're ready for full scale launch. You're ready for adoption. What was what was the biggest hurdle that this has had to overcome? And like, how did you guys change the ethos or the roadmap or whatever the plans were at the time? how did you accomplish like that overcoming of roadblock, I guess?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. Um, I think the, probably the main thing that like the engineers would say is an engineering problem. But f- for me, I would say it's uh, for sure like at the beginning, getting those first few projects to, uh, to get on board and sort of like get that momentum um you know at some at some point down the line it's sort of shifted from us doing a ton of outreach to it's sort of flipping um so that we're getting a decent bit of inbound and and more teams coming asking us hey how can we get involved and uh and and things just like getting getting easier and easier on that front so i think um yeah it's it's uh what we changed is is a good question i think it just it's just pure grind <laughs> to be honest with you that that is the uh that is the answer to that that question um you you start off you get those first few commitments the first few teams that sort of like understand the vision and understand where this is going and then from that point you start to get more and uh, and build out that network so i'd say that from my perspective that's the biggest challenge of pretty much any layer one Um, But for sure, if if you ask the engineering team, they will tell you that implementing changes to Tendermint (laughs) is the biggest challenge. Um, But
3: uh, yeah, that's uh, that's their point of view. That's what every dev says about Tendermint. That's literally I I, I know I spoke with the landslide team and. They're building like a subnet for from Avalanche over to Cosmos, and that's what they said. The same exact thing as well. Plenty of teams have shared that same sentiment, but um, yeah, that's the, that's great, man. And then um, thanks, Mohawk, for the great questions. Go ahead, Vicky. Hi, everyone. Lou.
4: So my question is um, to see, and the question is, um, i will, firstly I like to. Um, um, give a big thumbs up to the team and everyone in the team. Building a big um project like this takes hard work and dedication, and you know, a lot of challenges um will come by as times goes on. So, big big thumbs up. Um, my question is um, does uh there was an issue with uh, the network? I think that was from yesterday. Uh, sending could not go on i've been trying to send my um atlantic 2c and it has not been going through i think it, it was bringing a 500 error or something
2: i want to ask if that has been resolved yes uh i can confirm that has been resolved
4: all right brilliant brilliant so um i can go on with um the gifting of my treasure to a friend
2: Yes, you should be able right. to. Um, and if you can't, tag one of the mods, and uh, and uh, he will. Uh, they they gather together these uh, these reports and bring it back to us.
4: All right, all right, bet, all right, bet. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to speak. Um, I can't wait for the main net. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir.
3: Yeah. Does anyone else have any questions before we wrap it up? Grover, are you U.S. based? Yeah, uh,
2: no, US no, based I Europe. am Central Europe at the moment, sir.
3: Okay. Well cool. so that's kind of late there. For yeah,
2: you, right? you know, I said, I said to Simon. I mean, it's never a convenient time. <laughs> it's never a convenient time when we can talk. But these are my working hours. Most of the team is Pacific Pacific time, so um, I end up uh, being a little bit nocturnal. But uh, that's that's normal, I think.
3: Yeah. It's normal in this space. I uh, uh, right now I'm like on a, just such an American schedule because I have to actually go into the office. But before I was doing spaces at, uh, I think fourteen, fifteen, sixteen 16 UTC is always like a really good time because it feels, I feel like for the most part, everyone's up, like it doesn't matter where you're located at. And then you start to do more of these, it's like kind of really late for the Asian market and your market. But I mean, I guess it, it is what it is. It's recorded. People can listen, but I, I appreciate the conversation. I always, I always applaud people. The community, first off, for everything you know, we wouldn't be doing anything without the community. But also, during like the, the market when it's not the best conditions, you know, and people actually tune tune in and, and listen, and then all the people that listen to the recording, uh, they hear this. You know, thank you for for all that. Appreciate it. I always do because it motivates me. It always motivates me whenever when people are still engaged when it going gets tough. And I think you know, realistically, with the timing of of you guys launching, I, hopefully it's going to be. just in sync with the market condition just returning because it does feel you know not financial advice but just the market overall has a i mean i know it's been under a little bit of turbulence but it has seemed a little bit of like even kill of late so um i'm hoping you know we already have seen the bottom it would be nice um because i'm not gonna lie I, i try not to get emotional with with investing but as selfishly Creating content and engaging with community—it's always better when the market's doing better. It's just no denying about that. So, uh, hopefully, you guys—you know—I wish nothing but the best. I'm always here to help with say and Eclipse and just Cosmos as a whole. And for anyone out there listening as well, if you ever need anything, you feel free to to message me. I'll get back to you. And um, yeah, I just really, I really like—I love doing this. That's all I can say about. It. I want to be doing this the rest of my life. It's actually fun. It's engaging, it's challenging, and, and the unknown and the uncertainty is always amazing. It's like it's what I want to be doing. So that I kinda ended on that. I don't see any other hands up. Um, do you guys have any last final thoughts before we wrap it up?
5: I want to say thank you, man. Like thanks for for taking the time to, to host this and, and jump on the space. Uh, thanks to saying Grover as well. And uh, we're just, just excited. You know, it's gonna be a big couple of weeks ahead, a big couple of months, but um, yeah, it's going to be exciting to bring projects and launching them on Say and uh, I think this is going to really help to bring in like attention to Cosmos. I mean, uh, we, we've talked about this and something that kind of baffles me as well, even with like launch pads, there is actually really um, not many launch mechanisms in Cosmos. It's been very kind of not thought about or, or, or focused on. So say uh, we're going to yeah have some cool stuff there and um,
2: yeah, let's do it yeah for sure um yeah and uh yeah great great to um come up and chat and um and uh, get into the weeds on launches and uh, have these kind of conversations and i think um Hoss, what you were saying there about you know it feeling like a good time um i'd say yeah it kind of feels a little bit like defy spring you know you're gonna start seeing some of these seeds that have been planted start to 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 bloom right so uh, that's kind of how it feels so um yeah looking forward to to seeing what happens next
3: yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you were at East Denver, or, uh but yeah, the vibes were su- super good. This just in general, at Interop Summit and yeah, you wouldn't be able to tell it's a bear market when, you know, th- just people were building some cool things and obviously what you have going on is really cool and unique and innovative and um, you know, and then you're in you're in Cosmos so you're connected and that's what I love about Cosmos is just we're all connected and it's, you you seamlessly go from one chain to another and it's just not like that outside of IBC, so think you're positioning yourself perfectly with the tech and then obviously would you have building on with the community and the different collaborations it's going to be exciting really really i'm looking forward to it like i say that to everything like i'm looking forward to it but i'm really looking forward to it because i've been kind of like bored with DeFi as a whole so i get really excited for non-defi things because um that's just me right now but i'm i'm going to be excited for what what this is because i was really excited for what what Terra had going on before the ust debacle. And um, we haven't had that in, in Cosmos. And there's no reason why, with Cosmos, the tech stack and how IBC inter- is so interoperable. That we can't be the place where everyone comes to DeFi and DeGen and get into all these different things. And what what Eclipse has like launching and having, you know, hey, I'm a small team. We have this really cool idea, but there's only four of us. Like, can someone help us? And then you can just plop in, boom, you're you're in the you're in the game. So, and I do I hundred percent agree with um, Simon's point about I think Say can really open up eyes for people to come over. And obviously, like I'm always confident in Cosmos. Like they're gonna have a good experience they're going to be like it's just really smooth and then they're going to stick around and then you have word of mouth and it's a trickle down effect it's going to be a positive reinforcement so i'm really excited to be honest with you so yeah well i can't wait yeah
2: yeah a, a lot of people have always said you know cosmos is a couple years behind ethereum but you know we're going to close that gap us we're going to close that gap and we're going to actually overtake them too so just watch this space
3: yeah let's get it man let's get it you know i love i love ethereum too but uh, this it's all about cosmos for me so let's get it and uh yeah it's just wanna again let, let, let's go on a good note i appreciate everyone that's all i can ever say to everyone thank you for for everything so cool guys let's wrap it up because
5: i think it's getting a bit late for grover <laughs> um if you got more questions and stuff you feel free to chuck stuff in dms and stuff like uh you know say team's very active we active on socials and uh I'm sure Haas is too. So, yeah, let's,
2: uh, let's do it. All right, everyone. Take care. Cheers. Good stuff. Cheers, guys. Peace.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Say Network and Eclipse Pad and Cosmos Haas. Recorded on Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Fed. Thanks for listening. if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now down the street in my six foe I never had a six foe, a kid can wish though, I snapped the wishbone and grabbed a fistful, chilling with the dope this a weed is all I wish for I'm feeling blissful, I gotta miss is my ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission, I'm singing this song got a couple albums out, we do alright but it ain't really shit to write home about like to feed the fo keep my stories mystical I like my beats, boom bap and rap to be lyrical, I'm feeling cynical craving a little ritual, save my place in line while I try to find a miracle I keep looking and looking and looking But never find nothing we've been lied to Thinking this surprise I'm just super secret lies Motherfucker sneak inside Going dark now believe me When I say this shit is do or die Going dark now believe me When I say this shit is do or die Going dark now believe me When I say this shit is do or die The tra- Sick, get sicker, and the rich get richer. It might be about time to rearrange our dinner. Fix a system, the shit, it's all nicks. Waking up early, gonna suck today's. Hey, to right. Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is due or die. I'm That's what I'm Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is due or die.